A twofold realization occurs on the development practice path. First, the propelling energy and its intensity is what carries you forward, and those are defined and are sourced by the reason why you are pursuing that specific development. Welcome to Create New Futures, a show about thought-provoking ideas and practices you can use to create and shape your future in life and in business. Join Avi Shahar, author and innovation strategy consultant, as he shares his proven strategies that have helped clients create breakthrough results. Aviv has guided executives at Fortune 100 companies, and now he wants to help you. Welcome to Create New Futures. This is Aviv with part two of the Mastery Journey Insights. And in this episode, we focus on the five fuels to power your mastery journey. In a recent episode titled How to Reach Mastery, we looked at what the best CEOs do to lead their teams along the three-legged journey to realize mastery. I reflected on the biblical wandering in the desert as a necessary development crucible of resistance and relayed a Shakespearean insight from Al Pacino to describe how a critical readiness enables the performance elevation that occurs with the attainment of mastery. In this part two, we further the reflection on the journey to mastery. You will find in this episode answers to a critical question. What propulsions can power the journey in the development desert? First, however, let's review briefly the three-legged journey to achieving mastery that addresses the Einstein puzzle. The Einstein's maxim was, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. His observation was that the answer cannot be found where the question arises. Instead, resolving the problem requires you to find an elevated vantage point where the answer naturally appears. The first leg of the journey is represented by the vertical ascending arrow which we painted on the left side of the page, signifying the emergent awareness of a need. For individuals, the awareness that triggers a need for a development change can be initiated situationally from their professional and personal environments and from their interior mindful reflection. Similarly, an awareness that an organizational change is necessary can be activated by internal systems and or is as often the case by the changes and the developments that occur in the broader ecosystem. Often the awareness is triggered by a deficiency and the experience of a shortfall. On the other hand, the awareness can be awakened by an aspirational impulse. In life and at work, the deficiency and the aspiration often appear right next to one another. Here are a few examples for those triggers and impulses that can catalyze the emergent need that then propels us to the journey to develop and achieve mastery. 
The individual shortfall trigger can be feeling overwhelmed by circumstances, as in, I need to grow my capacity to handle complexity, or by failing to meet a requirement, as in, I need to build discipline, and also by experiencing health issue, as in, I must make a lifestyle change. And number four, it can also be triggered by feeling out of one's depth, as in, I must develop the necessary acumen so that I can contribute to the conversation. On the other hand, the aspirational impulse may be visionary idea. I bring an innovative solution to this situation. Or a development urge. Let me develop my potential to be the most versatile I can be. Or simply a sense of ambition and drive. I want to become the CEO. And also a passion, a driving passion, as in I'm excited to overcome perceived limitations by building greater stamina. Let's look at some of the organizational triggers. So the organizational shortfall triggers can be we missed our numbers or our market share declined and competitors entered our space. And also we are failing to meet our customer satisfaction standards or also our communications have broken down and our decision-making is dysfunctional. And the awareness of that is about to catalyze us to make a change. And then there is, of course, organizational aspiration and the impulses that they may bring, such as, for example, we have an opportunity to transform the lives of our customers and lead the sector. Or our purpose is to promote happiness and wellness. And also, we are inspired to create the best work environment. And also, number four, we have an opportunity to innovate and grow. In the three-legged journey graphic, the apex of the left ascending arrow represents a point of critical recognition. This is the point I call point A, where a change is catalyzed and a new action is taken. This is the beginning of the horizontal leg of the journey signifying the path of development, a development practice. And the development leg of the journey is where you pay your dues, where you overcome challenges and resistance, and where you are molded by the crucible of resistance to fashion critical readiness. A twofold realization occurs on the development practice path. First, the propelling energy and its intensity is what carries you forward, and those are defined and are sourced by the reason why you are pursuing that specific development. And second, the initial reason for the journey often is insufficient to carry you through and overcome the obstacles and resistance you will encounter. You must therefore rededicate yourself and discover new and deeper reasons that provide the enduring drive and persistence power needed to cross the development desert. For example, the initial triggers of, say, lack of confidence and low self-esteem may lead to an awareness 
that you need to build communication and presentation skills to help you boost your confidence and self-worth. Then, as you embark on building these skills and discover new interests and passions, you may choose to update your inner narrative to access the enduring power of a new kind of motivation, which is you're now building confidence and communication skills to enable you to be an effective contributor, teacher, and a coach. The first propulsion is the desire to escape the impediment you found in point A. The second propulsion is what compels you to drive to point B. Point A is defined as the point of critical recognition. Point B is defined as the point of critical readiness where the elevating journey to mastery occurs. Reaching the critical readiness found at point B requires a combination of internal and external timing. It is here that that vertical ascent of elevation to mastery occurs. As an example, before the Beatles became the Beatles phenomenon, they played long nights in a Hamburg club. Google was not the first search engine. Facebook was not the first social network. And the iPhone was not the first smartphone. The convergence of superior design prowess with technological and market maturation and ecosystem readiness enabled these phenomenal growth trajectories. So we're drawing here the parallels between an organizational journey to mastery and breakthrough to the personal journey to breakthrough and mastery. And if you trace story after story of individual so-called overnight success, you will find that they all were preceded by a development practice journey before the elevation of mastery occurred. And this brings us to our question. What propulsions can power the development journey? The point being that your development practice always, always faces resistance. This fact represents basic Newtonian physics. In whatever arena you focus on developing mastery, say a technical field, business, entrepreneurship, leadership, the arts, sports, communication, caring, love, patience, courage, and also humor, you will always face resistance. Resistance is purposeful. It forces you to steal your determination and find new sources of power and fortitude to cross that development desert. Sure, absolutely, natural talent makes an enormous difference. For example, even if I practiced a million years, I could not become the next Lang Lang at the piano or Meryl Streep on the screen, any more than I could be LeBron James on the basketball court, Katie Ledecky in the swimming pool, or Lionel Messi on the soccer field. They are all uniquely gifted performers. Why do I reflect on these names and other supermasters of their fields? First, we love these superstars because they thrill us. Then, I'm aware that people often use superstars as an alibi for what they tell themselves they cannot become. That's a mistake. 
rather than use superstars as an excuse to disempower yourself and prove that you can never do and become someone who achieves at the highest level, I propose you reflect on these individuals to make the point of mastery and to encourage your inner messy or your inner strip or whatever your dedicated genius may be. My point is that there are a million ways to find and reach the elevation of mastery. There are few involve fame and celebrity power. They too, by the way, paid their dues, worked to refine their crafts, and needed to find the fuel to overcome resistance on the path to mastery, and in most cases, continue to work hard and continue to pay their dues. Here are the questions for you to ponder. What mastery are you working to develop? What resistance or resistance says are you encountering? And what is the fuel that powers you through? Here are the five propelling fuels I have observed people to use to help themselves cross the development desert and overcome the difficulties of what at times can be experienced as a lonely struggle of resistance. First, pain and fear. As in, I don't know if I'll be able to go on if I don't make this change. My life depends on this development. Pain and fear, including fear of pain, can be the most powerful catalyst for movement. At the same time, fear brings dual problems. First, when the pain and or the fear subsides, the propelling force dissipates. Second, Fear is a cortisol-driven behavior. A neural behavioral system working over a prolonged period on cortisol tends to become dependent on the cortisol pathways and therefore creates extremely unhealthy side effects. Still, fear works to drive results. The ethos of fear as a driver was captured best in Andy Grove's idea that only the paranoid survives. Second, passion and reward. As in, I'm excited by this challenge and the results I'll be able to create. Passion and reward involve dopamine, which is present when you experience yourself in the state of flow. Reward and passion and pleasure can be catalyzed by internal and external stimuli. An example of the latter is when you love to make people laugh. You then follow your joy and pleasure to become a stand-up comedian. An example of an internal stimuli is when you discover that you love the creative process of ideating and generating jokes, and you then follow that passion by writing the jokes for comedians. If you are passionate about cooking, you may be propelled by the vision of being the chef in your own restaurant. Although one driver may be the desire to be rich and famous, in most situations it is insufficient to create sustained success. However, if your reward is pleasing your patrons with great and beautiful experiences of the meals you prepare, this energy will drive you to overcome the many obstacles to thriving in the difficult and competitive restaurant business. The third fuel is serving a cause. 
as in this cause or this belief or this endeavor inspires me to be the best I can be and to overcome any obstacle. The sense of purpose found in serving a cause that you see and believe to be bigger and lasting even beyond you is a powerful driver. Whether it is helping others in need, protecting what is dear to you, and or working to change a policy. The vision of how you impact an outcome you strongly believe in provides tremendous power, resilience, and enduring resourcefulness in overcoming resistance. The fourth fuel to help you cross the desert, the desert of development, is team spirit, as in, I'm driven by my team members and the future we are creating together. Whether in the context of sports, professions, or in danger and in the time of war, the energy that derives from the mutuality and loyalty of working together as a team to overcome challenges can be more powerful than anything else. I initially wrote this article during the World Cup Games. It was obvious then that the passion and spirit of a team effort ultimately wins, even when the other side has the best soccer player in the world. And finally, fuel number five, structure of support, as in my environment offers supporting tools and creates accountability that reinforce our goals and objectives. In the business context, this driver is a critical element since corporate leaders and teams forever grapple with competing priorities and the tyrannical pressures of what often are totally unimportant matters masquerading as highly urgent, the environment, the management cadence, tools, and processes all must be designed to reinforce what truly matters and to support and enable the core mission. In the corporate settings, Driver number four, which is the team spirit, and driver number five are both very much in need of each other. As you reflect on these five fuels, consider that you can't be driven by the urgency of escaping point A because of pain or fear, and you can't be driven by the compelling pull of point B when it is framed as a vision, a dream, and the mastery you imagine. Ideally, you renew and update what fuels your effort so that you can overcome resistance. Finally, in most situations, you must combine multiple drivers, even all five of them, to realize your vision and reach mastery. Now it is your turn. Turn the key. Discover what mastery you are building and what drives your success in overcoming resistance. Working to build critical readiness for mastery is a fantastically rewarding and meaningful journey. Then, when mastery dramatically elevates what you do in one of the most special miracles of living, you will rejoice in the exalted dance of attainment as the domain you were seeking express itself through you. Thank you for listening. Aviv always encourages his clients to identify the one or two ideas they can move forward into action immediately. What will you capture and apply today? You can always begin with a small action and then build momentum over time. When you move forward from an idea to action, you get immediate ROI, return on the time you invested, 
and return of learning. And then the learning cycle builds the success propulsion. One more thing. You can reach Aviv directly by phone and email to discover how he can help you create a new future for your business and organization. Creating your new future can begin today.